Warning, this podcast is solely based on smut books. The definition of smut is a story that includes one or more sexually explicit scenes. This is a warning for all listeners to proceed with caution. There will be explicit content, sex talk, and triggering subjects. We will provide a trigger warning before each episode. This podcast is not intended for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Tisha. And I'm Corey. And welcome back to our podcast. Okay. So, I just want to say, I'm fucking proud of today. No equipment issues. Knock on wood. I knocked really hard after I said it, so I was hoping I didn't jinx us. Like, holy shit. We're doing good. This is going to be great if this is how it is every time. Let's just pray. Keep our fingers and toes crossed that this is how it goes beautifully. (laughs) Pray to the smut gods. Yes, that's that's our thing now, smut gods. Let's do it. We are the smut gods. Just kidding. No, we're not. There's people out there that are way better. Hashtag fit teacher Rachel. <laughs> she is. I love her. Oh my god, I love her too. Like I aspire to be her. Getting all the arcs and how many fucking books she reads. Uh huh. My like, girl, you're fit. A teacher. And Rachel. And (laughs) Uh, everything else in between. She was talking about how the books have, like, brought her out from the depression, which is an amazing thing. We can relate to that. 100%. And how it improved her and her husband's relationship. And she said this, like, probably, I think sometime last year. She said it multiple times, but when I saw it, it was sometime last year. And then she ends up pregnant. I'm like, oh. There you go. Yep. That's something that I kind of want to talk about, though, now that you've mentioned it. Okay. I want to know if reading smut improves people's sex lives. I personally think it improved mine. I think it did mine, too. It's crazy, like, what you discover reading these books. Because it's something... These books bring out so many different things that you didn't even know. I had no fucking idea what a praise kink was, what a degradation kink was. or Or, in general, what it... You know, I think BDSM was as far as my knowledge went uh-huh. and hashtag 50 shades whoop, whoop, start of it all right there <laughs> um yeah i just think for me personally with a being a woman i'm not some obviously women don't typically aren't just walking around like god i'm fucking horny sometimes you can yeah. but like when you read the books it turns you on because you're inside the character's mind. You are that character. Yeah. So you're like, oh my God. And that helps with your libido like mm-hmm. a ton because I'm not going to just be like, man, I'm really horny all of a sudden. But when I'm reading, I'm like, okay. Yeah. It, it's stimulating your mind <laughs> to where you're like, okay. And then if you have a partner, it makes it that much better yeah. because then you can just be like, okay, let's go. Let's try this. Let's, let's try this. What, let's try this. I think I like this? this. Would you choke me? <laughs> yes, daddy. <laughs> I'm not that far with my daddy kink. I'm still. We, we struggled with that. the daddy kink at first, but then we started reading and like we're kind of coming around to it. Oh, it's growing on me. Like I personally don't think I would ever be like fuck me, daddy. Like no, no. I, I, I don't know. That to me is weird. Mm-hmm. But when somebody's like daddy something in the book or something like that i'm like okay. daddy cast or daddy, daddy zade <laughs> oh my god daddy zade oh yeah i loved that grew on me for yeah. sure for i sure. i'm i'm kind of right there with you 
I'm glad because I'm like, please don't leave me alone in this one because I, I need to talk about I this. I so. never thought I'd come around to it, but here we are. Me either. I thought that for sure was going to be like a dead end for me. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like, okay. But like, I, I don't know if I would say it's still one of my top kinks, like how people ask for recommendations with specific kinks or this or that. I don't know I'm that far. Yeah. But I'm, I do want to read Your Dad Will Do. Oh, yeah. I think that's going to be one of my next. I need to actually stop reading new books. <laughs> yeah. You need to give me a second to catch up because I got stuck in a series and now I'm like, fuck, hurry up. Good ass series, though. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. <sighs> okay. I don't know. So today, if you couldn't tell, we are going to be reviewing Praise mm-hmm. by Sarah Kate. Oh, this book, dude. <laughs> I have to say before we get into this book. It embarrassed me. Yeah? Yes. I, there were a few times I had to stop reading because (laughs) I legit was just like, I could never, I'm not that person that would never act the way she did. And so I was like, okay, take a minute. Because I was getting school girl, like a 16 year old flustered. (laughs) Yes. And I couldn't read it. I was so embarrassed. Like, oh my God. And I felt alone because I asked you if you felt it when you were reading it. And you didn't really. No, I was like, fuck yes. I found out a new thing about myself from right. this book. Can I just tell the story? <laughs> yes, go ahead. Do it. Do it. So we were at work. I work in the back office of a dental office. Corey works in the front office. <laughs> and I was cleaning out the vacuum because it was disgusting because I was trying to vacuum the office. So I'm on my knees and I have my head down to, like by the front desk. And Corey turns a corner and almost runs into me. And she's like, God damn it. I almost ran into you. I was like, I was just waiting for you, sir. And I looked up at her and she was like, no, what are you doing? I just started laughing so hard. I will tell you, you took me by surprise, but at first, like, I didn't register what you were doing. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what? And then I got it registered light bulb, and I was like, what the fuck, Tisha? It was just, like, the perfect situation, because I was in that stance that the praise kink has on your hands and knees. Right. Well, no, just on your knees with your head down, bowed down. That would be more like a dub dominant submissive too yeah with that but yeah i i don't know it was was you left me speechless let's just say that you're welcome thank you (laughs) um but i actually saw somebody else who posted in the smut hood on facebook that they felt the same way about it in the book they were like did anybody else like get secondhand embarrassment from this i'm like i did i did there's somebody else out there (laughs) yeah it, it definitely i loved it yes like God damn loved it, but it was, yeah. So, this book is a contemporary romance with a forbidden love, an age gap, and I would also say taboo. Like, meaning forbidden. It's just plain wrong or wrong in the right ways. Yes, and there is some BDSM in this, as well as other specific sexual kinks. Yes. So there aren't any triggers. There's no trigger warnings. And there's nothing that we we spoke about it and tried to discuss and think if there was any triggers in this book. Um, The only thing that we would say is just sensitive um, content. It has BDSM specific kinks and it also does have some transgender Mm -hmm. issues in it. Yes. Um, So if people not accepting transgender lifestyles and who they are as a person, if that's something that triggers you, this may have some triggering content in it it's more of a sensitive content i would say but just so you guys are aware there is some transgender almost like shaming in it yes because of the father yeah Mm because it's just like a father not accepting 
the daughter. Yeah, which that broke my heart. It did. So we'll get into that. But just so you guys know. So we're going to go ahead and get started with the synopsis. This (laughs) fucking book, you guys. Like, okay. So (laughs) it starts off with our main character, Emerson. Mm-hmm. And he works an eight to five with his friends. They go out and get drinks every night after work and just bitch and moan about how they hate it. And they just want to do something else with their lives. And then they go to work the next day and the company claims bankruptcy and they all get laid off. Yep. And so they at this point, his friends are saying like, OK, Tyler. Or, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> You're going to we need to get like a whiteboard in front of right. us that says this is the book main, we're talking about main character characters list so we Tyler don't was in priest i am talking about emerson oops <laughs> rewind so emerson his friends always make fun of him because he has like these special kinks and he is loud and proud about him in front mm-hmm. of his friends they're so open there's the four friends there's um emerson and then there's garrett hunter and maggie maggie's mm-hmm. like the cool chick that comes along and doesn't judge them but <laughs> right. never like tells her sex stories and then there's garrett who's pretty much like his best friend that's yeah. the one that he talks to the most yes i love garrett i know right and then hunter is married yes so they always laugh at him about his kinks and how he how he is going to find a girl that's going to be down to do these kinks with him and so that's when he sparks the idea like maybe i should create this Mm -hmm. like society almost like almost like a tinder app but for like kinks so where you can go where it's accepting yeah where you won't be shamed and you can find somebody that's into the same shit as you right and i do want to say emerson has the dominant submissive kink hard as fuck hard and he does have the praise kink with the degradation kink Mm -hmm. but the dominant submissive like i went into this book not realizing 90 percent of the books that i get off of tiktok i don't look at what they're about i just go into them if there's so many people doing it so a lot of books take me by surprise but this one really took me by surprise (sighs) so good yes so this at this point is when salacious players club gets created i'm glad you said it yes (laughs) So then, <laughs> I would butcher it. <laughs> so then it goes seven years into the future. Mm-hmm. And this is where we meet Charlotte. Uh-huh. And Charlotte is in her 20s, early 20s, and Emerson's in his 40s. So uh-huh. just for context. And Charlotte was dating Bo, Emerson's son. And he was an absolute prick bastard. Oh I my God. fucking hated him. He was an asshole. He cheated on her. <laughs> and so she broke up with him because uh-huh. he was just treating her like shit. Right. And... She goes to get her half of the deposit. Down payment, yeah, uh-huh. the deposit that they put on their apartment. And he says, Well, you didn't show up for the walkthrough, so they just sent the check to my dad's house. Which he does not have a relationship with his dad at this yep. point. And so he makes her go get it. Yeah, he's like, So if you want it, you need to go get it. And she's like, Why can't you go get it? He's like, I, You know, I'm not going to talk to that piece of shit and blah, blah, blah. And so she's like, Fine, give me his address. And Sophie's with her, her mm-hmm. little sister. Yep. And. <laughs> So she gets the address and Sophie's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. She's like, you're not coming with me. Like, sorry, yeah. you're not coming with me. So she goes and drops her off. So this is when. Oh my God, this scene. <laughs> I didn't know what I was getting into. And so walking into it, I was like, holy shit. So she shows up at his house, knocks on the door. Is Garrett there? No. So Garrett is the one that's been trying to find Emerson love. He keeps sending girls to his house saying, okay, we'll try this one, try this one, try this one, because he wants to find somebody that will 
be okay with his kinks yes. that he also kind of has a connection with. Yeah. And so Garrett's trying his hardest, and Emerson's just like, no, none of these girls are doing it for me. Yeah, he needed that submissive assistant with him. And yeah. so they had been interviewing women to do this, and he hadn't found anybody. Well, Q and Charlotte. She shows up at his house, gets taken into his office, and she's doesn't know what the fuck is going on when she's there. She's just expecting him to walk in, give her the check, and move. And, and the maid goes you should probably get on your knees. It's better if you're on your knees or something like that or it's expected of you. And Charlie's like, what the fuck? (laughs) And then he comes in and he's like, dominates her to get her down. And she goes on her knees and I'm just like, why would you do that? Like, why not just be like, I'm actually not here for whatever the fuck you're saying. (laughs) I just want my half of my deposit so I can get the fuck out of here because you've scared me now. (laughs) So he starts like almost kind of talking like down to her and kind of a little bit dirty. And Mm -hmm. she's like, why am I liking this? Yeah. Because if you, when you're young, you don't know your kinks. Yeah. I am 27 years old and probably still don't even know all of my kinks, but (laughs) yeah. She's like almost too shocked to talk and tell him like, yeah. Hey, homie. Like, I'm your son's ex-girlfriend. Yes. <laughs> he says something that snaps her. Mm-hmm. That's when she's like, I'm not here for whatever you're doing. I just want my check. So he feels embarrassed now yep. because he was like, oh, shit, that's my son's ex-girlfriend. Like, yep. this is awkward. And, and she goes, she tries to get him to pay her more. Yes. To stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I might as well get him paid off and... had a little experience with Emerson get some money walk away but he gives her the check she leaves $5,000 Jesus Christ he wanted to buy that pussy Pussy. okay anyways but he does like her like he really she would have been the perfect candidate for him but now she's off off limits she's forbidden to him yep so so as she goes home the check it has SPC on it and she's like, what the fuck is SPC? So she starts Googling. The only thing that comes up is like a Sicilia pizza place or something uh-huh. like that. And so finally she Googles his name. And that's when she figures out what the Salacious Players Club is. And this is also, isn't this also when she finds Madame Kink's mm-hmm. blog? Yeah. And she's like, what in the hell am I reading? <laughs> she goes into the rabbit hole figuring yes. out what kind of kinks are out there and she is online for hours until she eventually falls asleep yep so she goes to her job which she no she falls asleep and has a sex dream about emerson oh my god i forgot all about that (laughs) hey i would too i mean if that man put me on my knees yep yeah yeah now she's at her job which she works at the roller skating rink Mm -hmm. right okay and he comes in and offers her a job not as a submissive though as an actual secretary position yes yeah and so she goes in starts doing all of getting to know what she's doing meets everybody and they go to the club to see the construction of it working out and this is where she meets drake for the first time as well so before that she does go to the mall to go shopping to buy new clothes and lingerie oh yeah for the new job and she runs into Bo and he's mad that she didn't get his half from that's right his dad i'm and gonna then, just say sorry it's been a minute i've read like eight books since this <laughs> so good. i've got all my notes here <laughs> um so she shows up to her first day of work with a see-through shirt a pencil uh-huh. skirt and she starts kind of asking him, like, so what do you think my kink is? I was doing research into what you do. What do you think my kink yep. is? And he, in his head, knows exactly what yep. her kink is. But he doesn't want to tell her because it's 
almost it's like a forbidden thing like he's like yeah. i don't want to talk with her like that so he's like garrett knows more about this stuff you should ask him yeah and then this is when they go to the club <laughs> and this is where drake kind of flirts with her at the mm-hmm. beginning and emerson gets a little bit more protective yeah a little bit yeah and this is this is also the when throne room garrett takes her to the throne room yes to, uh, they're just showing her like the construction of everything and there's a room with a giant throne in it and she he goes go in and sit down and she goes um no and then she goes well why can't i she's starting to like figure out that it's okay to try things it's okay to be herself she doesn't need to just be timid and shy like it's okay to venture out so she goes and sits in the throne while garrett's standing in the doorway and emerson comes in (laughs) yeah and he's like oh god he's he got a little turp happy in his (laughs) pee seeing her sitting there (laughs) Uh, it's like a lightning bolt hit the tip of my penis. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Step Brothers, come on! I need to go watch Step Brothers again. Jeez, what is he? Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, okay, so he tells her to. Sorry, at the same uh, point that um, he doesn't want her to get involved in this stuff. Yeah, and he tells her to stay away from Drake because he will fuck literally anything and everything. Yeah, I think at this point he just wanted to one provide her with a better income and two see if he can rebuild his relationship with his son because Bo has written him off at this point because he knows what his dad's into and he takes it in the wrong way which a lot of people do when people have these sexual kinks that are not quotations the normal of everybody else's expectations mm-hmm. he so, thinks he's a pervert yeah but and he forces these women to do these things sorry your dad's not a rapist because i would willingly let that man do whatever so get on my knees <laughs> yeah for sure so this is when she <laughs> she picks up her sister after cashing the check mm-hmm. after her first day of work and they go yep. to the little comic bookstore oh yeah because the new anime comic uh-huh. came out that day and her sister really really wanted it uh-huh. her sister's name's sophie by the way i don't think we've mentioned that um so she goes in and she's like it's probably already sold out because it's like the middle of the day at this point and they go in it's sold out so she's still in her sexy little outfit from work and she walks up to the front she's like hold I on died. just a second <laughs> and she's like do you have any other copies of this and he's like no we're out and she's like well could you just like go check for me and she's like totally flirting with him and does it she has a black bra on under mm-hmm. it right and so she's like squishing like, him up yes yeah, yeah, okay up. <laughs> and so he goes to the back room and he comes back out and he has one in his hand and he's like don't tell anybody you got this from me and this yes. is when her sister goes <laughs> she's like you're a hooker but i'm not complaining and she's like i am not she's like well just keep dressing like one <laughs> <laughs> it gives you perks it totally does <laughs> and this kind of is where it shows like their relationship with their mom as well mm-hmm. we know at this point dad's not in the picture yeah he we just know he couldn't deal with change that's all we know at this point yeah mom's a er nurse uh-huh. night shift er nurse um and they go to taco tuesday they yeah. get some margaritas and they just have a cute family dynamic you yeah, know it's I, so cute i loved that i loved that they had a closeness and a real raw family dynamic you yeah. know and that was that did it for me i was just like okay oh, i love so this cute. yes so at this point they're kind of like she's still working for emerson and their talk is getting almost like borderline inappropriate yeah 100 percent. but they're both like kind of like oh my god this is my ex-boyfriend's dad oh my god this is my son's ex-girlfriend you know but like yeah. it's like so what kind of kinks are you into or she even asks him did i do a good job as yeah 
um, on my knees or whatever as a submissive and he's yeah. like you looked exquisite or something like that oh. and she can feel herself starting to like get turned on from the praise yes and so this is when you're kind of like oh she does have a praise kink you know oh, and <laughs> what up with that man um yes okay so that's where that sorry I'm so reading my notes you're good there's um the opening night for the club is coming up okay and so this is when he asks her to be his date oh my good god and he gives her his credit card to go shopping yes to pick out a dress and she helps him pick out the color of his suit so mm-hmm. they coordinate mm-hmm. and they go to the club <sighs> this part was unbelievable to me and how much it turned me on same so the thing with the club is some of the rooms have little windows to where you can if you're in the room you can allow an audience in a hallway the hallway is dark lit so nobody you you can't see in and they like if you're in the hallway you can't really see each other either Mm. um unless you're kind of within that close proximity well emerson didn't want her to go down the hallway yeah well Charlotte's going to go down the fucking like, hallway. Fuck <laughs> so she lies to the guard or the, what is he called? What, a guard? Yeah, like a bodyguard. Yeah. Bodyguard. Security. Yeah. Security. That's the fucking Security. <laughs> and she finds a window and I believe it's Garrett in the room, right? I don't remember who's in the room, but I do remember it's like a threesome or something. Like yeah. That. And two girls, one dude. Uh-huh. Well, Emerson shows up behind her and gets they start getting hot and heavy in it and he gets her off with her own hand yeah he's like touch yourself and so he guides her hand down yeah and holy fucking shit i was kind of in awe Uh because i was just like if i was in that position and that was me i would just be like i would have to have probably some liquid courage to be okay (laughs) with this but holy shit it was so hot and it wasn't even like why is it i swear the past few books that we've been reading the chirping happens even before the penetration does i love it it strikes like these little scenes but i'm just like why am i squirming but it shows you how fun it gives you ideas for your real life like Mm -hmm. okay i could do that and that could turn me that could be a really hot turn on and like a publication like a public kink like Uh you know what i'm trying to say yeah that could be a real thing <laughs> like I like I said this book opened a whole new world to me <laughs> yeah yeah I've heard all about it <laughs> poor Corey there is no filter between us she knows everything and anything <laughs> yeah I think we've crossed the line of there's no comfort zone with us we just no not a comfort zone there's no boundaries mm-hmm. we just fucking say it like the it is no return and sometimes we still shock the shit out of each other so anyways so okay they start having sexual tension because uh-huh. they're both hard like, <gasps> yes and then she walks to get him lunch in her heels and he was oh, rubbing yeah. her feet and this is when they kiss for the first time but it's interrupted yes by Bo. Was it Bo? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, because he calls her. Mm-hmm. And this is when Emerson backs off again because he's like, I can't do this. This yes. is my son's but she girlfriend. Was, like, giving him like a foot job. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> I yes, she was. Her feet were in his lap and it was just like. She was still in his pee with her toes. I love that you say pee Okay, so then they, after that, they have a business meeting at the club. 
and um, they're having a girl come in to show them like different kinds of sex toys that they can use um, at the club in each room and so Mm -hmm. the girl who brought it I can't remember her name I think it was like Melissa or something like that but she's not a big part of the book so it doesn't matter yeah um but she gets all flirty with Emerson and is kind of like oh well I want you to give me a tour of the club because someone else offers to do it and um this is when Charlie starts getting like kind of jealous and she's like fuck him like he's gonna go in the back and fuck her like she's starting to get like possessive of him 100% and so (laughs) he goes to give her the tour and while they're doing the tour Drake and Garrett are talking and Drake says Charlie come here I have a question for you and she goes over and he's like I can't remember exactly but he said something like do you think you could wear this in public without yeah without like reacting uh-huh. and she's like I don't know probably and he's like go try it on and tell me and show me and she's just like I can't say no like I can't turn down a yeah, challenge because he didn't he did he dare her uh-huh. I, I think he did and that's when she like that's what hooked her so she goes in the back and puts oh it in oh my god <laughs> He's fucking with her, and so she's squealing, basically, and Emerson walks in and is like, what the hell is going on here? And she's like, I'm so sorry, I'll go take it out. He's like, nope, and he gets the remote from Drake, Mm -hmm. and he's like, let's go to lunch. Yep, and then they go to lunch, (gasps) and he does the punishment because she did him wrong. Uh And at this point, they agreed he would teach her some submissive. Mm -hmm. Without without the sexual relationship. So when they're at lunch, he's fucking with her heart and penetrating, oh my god, punishing her for flirting with Drake and Uh makes her admit that and then gets her off. Yeah. In the restaurant. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of want a vibrating toy right now. Like, let's let's go. I totally bought one. (laughs) I know they're on your kitchen table right now. Out and they haven't been used yet. It's fine. It's okay. We can't see them. They're in a bag. Um, And so then they go back. She puts it in the desk. Okay. I'm like, I wasn't watching. You're good. And then after that, hang on. I know. I'm asking a question. They Bo tries to get back work there after this. Yeah, em- or Emerson kind of pushes it. Yeah, because he doesn't want to cross that line. Yeah. Okay. okay. Ooh, there's she confronts him about it, and that's One, the first time they talk. Two, three. Okay, so at <laughs> this point, um, Emerson kind of tries to get her and Bo back together because he's realizing everything that they're doing is not okay. Mm-hmm. He wants a relationship with his son. And so he, Bo shows up at his house and he's like, why don't you guys go get lunch together? You know, like yeah. trying to push it. And Charlie's yes. like, what the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? It's rubbing her the wrong way. Yeah. Like you're giving mixed signals at this point. And she doesn't want to be with Bo. Like she no. doesn't. She's realized she's better than that and she deserves more than that. Mm-hmm. And she wants Emerson. Yeah. And they go to back to her house and they were going to order pizza and he kind of belittles her for working with his dad and it's just a straight up dickhole about it and it's just like fuck you mm-hmm. and she tells him off like they're never going to get back together like that's that and she drives him home and Sophie her little sister was pissed oh yeah that she had brought her back to the house because she watched her sister go from being unhappy to so happy to him trying to come back into her life and she just was like no I don't want to see that I, I she was disappointed is the yeah. best way to say that for sure so on her way home she's like I'm going home she's like no fuck that 
I'm going to confront Emerson. And so she shows up at his house, knocks on his door, and just reams his ass. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I don't want to be with Bo. Why would you do that? Are you using me? Mm -hmm. And... This tensions get high and the first sex scene they release it oh my good god <laughs> this scene to me was wow mm-hmm. i mean obviously we're dealing with a lot of pent-up sexual tension yeah. throughout this entire book the first sex scene happens and you're just like mouth drop open drool hanging out might need a towel for downstairs <laughs> but it was hot like it was so hot damn so they she starts like I, I guess both of them start like having more of like a mutual feeling. It's not just sexual attraction. Like they yeah, genuinely have a, have a connection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so um, at this point, it's Sophie's birthday. I think it's her 16th birthday. I think so too. And they're having it at the roller skating rink. Yes. And he texts her. He's like, what are you doing? Can you come over? And she's like, I can't. It's my sister's birthday party. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, today? She's like, yeah. And then crickets. And then he shows up. Oh, he shows up for Sophie. Yes, and her mom, like, she's freaking out because they they need to keep their relationship under wraps because they really don't want anybody to know Bo, especially because mm-hmm. that's going to create a reaction that they don't need. Yeah, and her family doesn't even know that it's Bo's dad that she's working no. for. No, and so he gets introduced to the family. He gives Sophie her present, which was tickets to like a anime con, thank anime you, con, something, or something like, like that. that. Yeah. Um, and it was and just VIP tickets, yeah. I say. <laughs> and it was so fucking cute. And then the mom's like, are you going to come have a movie night with us? So he goes and has a movie night with her family. And Charlotte lives in their pool house. She doesn't actually stay in the house with her mom and her sister. She lives in the back. Mm-hmm. So she has her own little area. So after movie night, they go into the pool house. And this is where we also learn about Sophie. There's a picture, a family picture from Disneyland. And he asks who that is. And it's a little boy. And she goes, that's Sophie, and explains that Sophie has changed the gender Mm -hmm. to what is more fitting to her and became Sophie. And that is also what has caused their father to leave, is he couldn't handle the change. He He didn't understand it. He didn't accept it. Yeah. And that was really sad because a lot of people in our world experience the hate from a parent like that. And I can... In general. Yeah. It's disgusting. Very. And the fact that her own father left because he couldn't handle the change in Mm -hmm. Sophie. She became so overprotective of Sophie. So she was really scared to tell Emerson about this because she was like, if he says anything, I'm gonna fuck this motherfucker up. Like, that is my baby sister. You do not fuck with her. And he was just like, oh, okay. Like, so understanding. It was so cute. He is just such a good guy. 100%. Like, if... (laughs) age gap book boyfriend I would take Emerson in real life 100% Uh and uh, torn between him and Pike but (laughs) yeah yeah agreed so they end up having a nice night in the pool house of fucking and that it just all of their sex scenes are so good like you just can't hate them right and from there is when they just kind of start to build their dominant submissive relationship Mm -hmm but it's become the sexual side of it. Yeah, and it's very possessive, too. So, uh, yeah. 
his club is he's found all the loopholes to make it a legal sex club mm-hmm. they are allowed to do what they want because it's uh it's not a space for prostitution there's no yeah. paying or buying people are just there to have fun yeah and so they're doing like a charity raising event like an <laughs> auction and it's not like selling sex or anything these girls are coming in willingly mm-hmm. to be raise money for i whatever thing that they I can't remember. Donate it to whatever charity they yeah. donate it to. Um, but they just want to have a good time. Like, they're there to have a good time. They know it's a sex club, and they are okay with this. So it's yeah. nothing illegal. But he has, like, I think he had, like, a dozen girls, mm-hmm. and a couple of them couldn't come, so he was only down to, like, six or seven girls. So then yep. he tells Charlie, okay, you're doing it. And she's like, huh? The reason, though, he did this is because she doesn't see herself in the high regards that he does or anybody else does she Mm -hmm. doesn't see herself as beautiful or sexy or anything like that she just doesn't that's ultimately he was like i'm sick of this shit i'm gonna punish you your ass is going up there and you're getting auctioned the fuck off yep (laughs) and she's like nobody's gonna bid for me like this is gonna be so embarrassing and she makes the most Mm-hmm. Of the night, I think it was $75,000. Yep. Because it was Emerson and some other guy bidding back and forth. Yes. Emerson's like, obviously, I'm not going to let anybody else win her. Like, right. I'm not stupid. Because I think it was like an hour of their time. Uh-huh. Yeah. So he wins and he <sighs> takes her into one of the club rooms. Oh, yeah. Blindfolds her, ties her up, mm-hmm. and it gets fucking kinky. They like, start doing like sensory kinks uh-huh. like nipple clamps hot wax <laughs> oh my god the hot that scene to me was just like you know you touch on some of these subjects in 50 shades mind you i think when we both read it that was probably 10 years ago yeah at least and we obviously have a way different understanding of kinks now and this didn't like topped it like, I thought oh, yeah. that was hot, and now I'm like, this is wow. Uh-huh. But this is, like, a form of punishment for her, too. Like, he's saying, okay, so you think these things about yourself, but did you see how many people bid for you when you were up there? Mm-hmm. He's like, do you understand how amazing and perfect you are? Mm-hmm. All while he's, like, punishing her. So he gives her a safe word. I think it was mercy. Something like that. And... So he tells her, like, if anything I do, if you say that word, I'll stop immediately. But he's trying to get it through her head, like, how perfect she is and how beautiful and kind. And he's like, I hate that you don't see yourself that way. So he's punishing her for it. But in sex. But it was so sexy (gasps) and so kind of cute. Is that weird to say? No, because I felt the same way. Like, it was like a a heart-touching moment. Yeah. But my heart might have been in my vagina at that time (laughs) because it was like one of those moments where I was like, which side am I going with? Fuck it. Your guys are confined right now. clashed together. My heart's thumping. So is my clit right now. So we're good. We're good. Yeah. This this scene definitely did it for me. Oh, it was so good so they're really like kind of in a relationship Mm -hmm. at this point like it's not being said right but they're fucking all the time they're going on dates Mm -hmm. they're just so emotionally involved and there's one day or one day at work Mm -hmm. they decide to use the toy again that drake made her put in yes and he's like let's go to lunch and i remember a scene from the book it says they went to a turkey sandwich shop or something like that. And she was ordering a turkey sandwich. And she's like, with uh, Emerson's hard cock pressed up into the small of my back on the verge of orgasm or, or having an orgasm while I'm saying the word mayonnaise. <laughs> Could you imagine how embarrassing that was? like, mayonnaise. <laughs> the fact that you just 
fucking did that. Epic, man. Epic. Yeah. So this, so they do that, and they had walked from uh-huh. this the deli from his house. So they're walking back. He puts his keys and the remote on the side table, but there's a knock on the door, and it's Bo. Uh-huh. And Bo was like, "Oh, I just saw Charlotte's car outside. I wanted to stop by." Well, things get a little awkward for a minute, and he, they have a beer, they talk, they chit-chat, and then Bo's like, okay, well, I'll stop by next time or something. And he picks up his keys, but he also picks up the fucking remote. And my heart was beating so bad in this scene. Yeah. I think I had a panic attack. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And Emerson tries to grab the remote from him. He's like, oh, that's, that's not your keys. And then he accidentally drops it, and it makes it go off. And Charlotte does, like, this squeal. And Bo looks at the remote and looks at Charlie and is like, what the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And that's when it all comes out. Yeah. And so Bo's pissed off at his dad because he obviously is in the mix with his ex-girlfriend now. But he's upset because he thinks his dad corrupted her. He, he forced him. He forced her, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so she goes, takes the toys out, clean up her shit, packs her shit, and is leaving. And Emerson's trying... Emerson had told Bo that it's nothing and that hurt Charlotte's feelings. Mm-hmm. So she's packing her shit and gets the fuck out of there because now she's pissed. She's like, I'm not nothing. Yeah. And so Emerson's trying to get her to stop. But she leaves. Mm-hmm. She, and, then, and she has every right to. Absolutely. I agree completely. Mm-hmm. So about two weeks pass and she hasn't talked to him. She hasn't returned his phone call. She's down in the dumps. What did she say? Tacos and margaritas heal everything. Yes. Heal the broken heart or something like that. Yes. And so she's just moping and Sophie's trying to help her make her feel better. And she has a best friend that she's confiding in as well. And she goes, what the fuck am I doing? I have a membership to one of the highest sex clubs in the city. Why am I sitting here? Before that, though, Bo talked to Emerson. Oh, right. Yep. And Emerson and him kind of tried to have a heart to heart. And Bo was pissed and was like, you forced her. And he was like, no. And set Bo straight. I didn't force her. She wanted it. There, it was all consensual. And Bo asked him, if he, do you love her? And he's like, it doesn't matter. If you tell me you don't want me to see her, I'm not going to see her. Mm-hmm. And he, Bo is a fucking prick and goes, of course, I don't want you to see her. So that's when that happened. Bo also had a confrontation with Charlie at this point about it. And Charlie got pissed because he was also degrading her because of this kink. And he was like going off about it. Like, did he force you or you're just sick like him? And it, and it was just wrong. Like, you don't degrade somebody because of their kinks. Yeah. And so no she left. No kink shaming. None. This is when she goes to the club now. Yes. So she gets all fucking dolled up and she's like, <laughs> bitches, I'm going to have a, me a good ass night. And then hashtag anxiety comes in and she's like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Oh my gosh. What if he's there? What if I have to see him? So she gets to the club and she's like, I don't belong here. Like nobody's going to even talk to me. Like I'm going to know nobody. And she goes in and people recognize her Yeah. and start talking to her and having a drink with her. And Madam Kink comes mm-hmm. up and starts talking to her and she's like, I've known Emerson for a long time and I've never seen him act the way he does with you. Yeah. She's like, so let's make this motherfucker jealous. She's like, he's here tonight. Yes, I love this. I love all of this. <laughs> she's like, let's make him jealous. So her and Madam Kink, what's her real name? Eden? Eden. Eden. Yeah. They go into the throne room. Oh my God. And switches to Emerson's point of view mm-hmm. at this point. And 
Garrett's also there watching and he looks through the window and Eden has, or Madame Kink has Charlotte pushed up against the wall and is kissing her and starts to take her clothes off and starts rubbing up on that shit. Oh yeah. And Emerson breaks in that damn room real quick. He's, He's like, not having oh, it. hell no. Fuck you. You're not going to do this. Yeah. She makes him get on his knees and beg for forgiveness. Uh-huh. And they have some fun times in front of that window that they do not close. So there's no. a full fucking audience. Which, <laughs> if that's your kink, teach her own. I, I, to me, sex is not. So I, I felt a little awkward reading that because I'm like, how could you be so into it knowing there's however many people watching you sometimes people get turned on by that shit yeah and if that's what you get turned on for go for it man it just made me awkward reading about the book like okay (laughs) so he tries to get back with her and she says no yeah it's not enough and Mm -hmm. leaves he she leaves that man with some blue balls and i fucking loved it i was like but she got up don't worry (laughs) oh yeah oh yeah the queen does never has blue quit no no she Mm -mm. no lip quit no so she goes home and this is when her dad shows up. Yes. So Bo decides to meet up with Emerson to talk. Yes. And they're in the car together. They're going to go get lunch mm-hmm. or something. And Char- or Charlotte's at her house and her pool house and her dad shows up and he's pissed. I also think this was like after midnight. Yeah, it was yeah. later, I think. Like one in the morning, I kind no, of think. No, because they were driving to go get dinner or lunch. Mm, okay, maybe I'm wrong. I'm like, I thought it was later in the night. It was an evening. Okay, we'll just go with that. It's, okay. it's during some time in the day yeah. or night or I'm like, in a 24-hour period. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the shit shows again. Um, <sighs> so he says that he has a co-worker that was at the auction and mm-hmm. saw Charlie being auctioned off at this he calls it like a sex trading place or something yeah, like that and it's sex illegal and he knows about her and Emerson and he's like do you know how much older he is than you and then he looks at at this point Sophie and her mom come yeah. outside and Charlie's like Sophie get inside right now because she knows her dad's unhinged right now and anything right. he says he doesn't give a shit he'll no, offend anybody he, and everybody he's gonna attack who's there mm-hmm. for sure 100% yep so um when Sophie goes inside, she calls Emerson mm-hmm. and says, I need you to come over. Yes. And at this point, he's like, did you know that she was in a relationship with this old man? Old man. Come on. I still fuck that old man. <laughs> um, and her mom's like, yes, I did. And at this point, Charlie's like, holy shit, you knew? She's like, yeah, yeah I haven't seen you this happy in a long time. And I don't give a shit how old he is as long as he treats you right, you know? Yeah. And her mom is just, oh my gosh. God I love her mom in this scene. God bless her soul. She is just the sweetest thing mm-hmm. ever. She is there for her kids no matter what. 100%. And it's amazing. And I hate the dad. Like, oh, the yeah. dad got so pissed, he pushed the mom. And I was so mad. I was mm-hmm. like, get your fucking hands off of her. Charlie snapped. Oh, yeah. Hard. And I was like, get it. Get it. Get it. But at this point, Emerson had showed up. Yep. After all this. With and Bo. Yeah. Bo stayed in the car at first, didn't he? Or around, like, back a little bit. I think he did stay back. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then he came up and was trying to be like, you need to leave. You can't be here. You're talking to your daughter wrong. You can talk to me all you want like this, but not them. Mm-hmm. But the dad was spewing words like they do. Well, he- the dad said something that was fucked up and that's when Bo came in and punched him and I was like, He's like yeah, you redeemed yourself, yeah. motherfucker. He's like, you don't talk to my dad like that. I was like, oh, son, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, that was a good scene. And then the dad finally leaves and Emerson and Charlie just make up and they and just... Bo's okay with this. Yes. And, oh, it was so cute. And then they 
say the I love you's to each other. Yeah. And then they end up happily together. And it's so amazing. My favorite was when they went to Taco Tuesday uh-huh. at the very end. And Bo shows up, oh, too, yeah. and it's, like, a whole family affair. I'm like, how it's like awkward an awkward family this? dynamic. Dad and son both have fucked the same chick. Check, check, <laughs> check. You know? But it, it was... I remember her saying it. She was like, I thought this was going to be awkward, but it was just, like, almost, like, serene. Like, it was mm-hmm. calm, and it was just... It felt right. Yeah. And obviously. The fact that yeah. Bo could man up and be big enough to be like, okay, I fucked up. And obviously yeah. they are in love and he gave his blessing. Like that was leaps and bounds between w- who he was in the beginning of the book. hundred percent. He had to grow as a person and as a character, he had to realize that he wasn't in the right for what he was doing by mm-hmm. kink shaming, by not trying to even just understand a kink because oh, you frown upon what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's really wrong to do that. Mm-hmm. There, it, it shouldn't have been changed like that. No. But I loved it. It was... This book just took me by surprise. Like, I was really in awe of it. Me too. I... It was way better than I was expecting it to be. Agreed. I went into it... Like I said, I, I didn't know what it was about. I just kind of was like, okay, let's just go into it. It's going to be a sexy book. That's all I've heard. I'm down with some sex. Let's go. Oh, my God. It took the, <sighs> the kinks in this book that they talked about. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to read everybody else's books because who knows yes. what kind of kinks they're going to be out. Yep. So the second book was just released two days ago. Yeah. I think it was two days I ago. So. And neither of us have had the time to sit down and read it yet. This bitch needs to get through Hades first. She's almost there. I'm almost there, guys. She's I'm on the there. last book, and then I have the Novellia, and then yes. I'm done. And then I can read it. We yes. can go. <laughs> yes. So that's probably going to be our next read here. Yeah. And that one's going to touch on Garrett's story. Yes. And there are trigger warnings in this one. So yes. we will have to discuss those when we do cover that book. Yes. All right. <sighs> Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Who okay. was your favorite character? Emerson. I know it's so cliche to say the main character, but come on. I agree with you. No, I'm totally on your page. I dare say, though, Emerson was my favorite, but Garrett was up there. Yeah. Garrett was up there. I love Charlie, but she downright made me feel awkward. When she went in after starting to work with him and got on her hands and knees and was, like, just being a submissive just because, because she wanted to do it. Yeah. I had to stop reading right there. (laughs) It made me so embarrassed and uncomfortable for a minute. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. And I, I typically don't get that way I, mm-hmm. you know like we talk about this I don't have problems with books but for whatever reason this book just made me like a teenage girl reading a, a penetration scene for my first time and that was bad that was I don't even know how to explain it yeah I do so I don't know what it is but when Emerson tells her good girl it does something to me <laughs> you I think definitely have a praise kink yeah it's not the getting on the knees and the patting of the head like that's no that's not my thing but the good girl and like the punishment when you don't listen I'm like okay that's interesting <laughs> I could see that yeah I could see that for sure I I don't know that makes you want to try new stuff like it does it it brings out that kinky side in you, the kinky fuckery. Like, what are we going to get into now? Yes. Yes. I think this book can open your eyes to the Mm -hmm. kinks if you're open to it. If you're not open to it, you're going to be closed off and you're just going to say, I don't want to fucking read that. But if you're open to some kinks, go for it. Which I feel like most smut readers are. Yes, I would agree. I saw, um, this is off topic kind of, but I saw, you know how on Facebook you get like, 
ads for new books it was a like some sort of book that had a lot of kinks in it like i think like a breeder kink and um like a praise kink and stuff and a lady commented and it was against the kinks and i was just like oh shit like i had to read the comments to see and people were not attacking her but putting her in her place because they're like don't you disregard ever yeah. don't degrade somebody because of their kinks don't be a dick and i was just like get her get her get yeah her, yeah her. it was pretty good we don't degrade your vanilla kink so exactly you like it just missionary you fuck like that that's fine teach their own it's your bedroom let us do what we want um i kind of want to go back and count how many times we say the word kink in this episode probably a lot kink (laughs) kinky bitch no i really i think we a lot yeah but i think it's because it's what surrounds it it is yeah and and i think that's something like i want to know from like our readers and who have our readers (laughs) our our readers listeners listeners (laughs) jesus oh my fucking brain you guys welcome to my life thanks for the correction (laughs) i would like to know if this book has opened that side Mm -hmm. and helped you find your kinks yeah because obviously we know how it's done what it's done for us but I want to know. Like, yeah. Did tell it? us. Tell yes. us. Tell us. Tell us. Who? Okay. Your smuttiest scene. Dude, I am going to have to say the hall scene. The hall of the club when she first, or the opening night. I agree. It was so hot. I know. And there was no dick he in vagina. literally didn't even touch her. It was I, all her touching herself. I think it was just the way she created the tension between them and the surroundings they were in yeah was amazing but i also have to say the hot wax with the nipple clamps dude yeah that that got me i would say it's a toss between those two yeah yeah i did like that one too because that was it wasn't just i mean it was hot fucking sex but that was when he was trying to like make her love herself as well so it was Mm -hmm. like cutesy and kinky (laughs) yep (laughs) Alrighty, chirp level out of five being the highest solid five I agreed. Solid five there. Solid five. I don't think you could even notch it down even just a little. Nope. I think you could go higher, like yeah. a 10 right oh, now yeah. with this one. Oh, yeah. And would you recommend this book to everybody? Fuck yes. Go read it. <laughs> what she said. I'm just gonna, There's no words besides what she just said for that. so good. So good. That was like, oh, it, I think it has a new special spot in my, like my kinkiest <laughs> books that I've it was so good. Yes. yes. It was not even just like the smut, but like the storyline. It was just, it was all good. It was really well done. Very well. Very. I, I want to read more of her books. I do too. I think she's going to be one of the top authors, kind of like how we felt with like Ashley Jade mm-hmm. and other authors like that. Yeah. Where, yeah, they're going to be good. I've seen some other ones. I'm like, okay, let's get to let's reading. Go. Except for I need to finish what I'm in. Okay. Yes. yes. Anyways, guys. So we're going to close out today's episode and go from there. We are releasing our episodes bi-weekly. We'll keep you updated for upcoming episodes on our Instagram and TikTok. So give us a follow at smutslets.bookpodcast. Next time we will be reviewing the Cat and Mouse Duet by H.D. Carlton. This episode will be our next two episodes. So if you're going to read these books before our podcast, please, please, please check the trigger warnings on these books. They are severe. Yes, they are very severe. So make sure to check those if you want to read it before the episode releases. Um, Also, we do have a YouTube channel if you want to watch us interact while we record our episode. You can subscribe to our channel at Smut Sluts period book podcast. No spacing in it. Alrighty, and thank Thank you guys so much for listening. Keep it kinky, smut sluts. We'll see you next time. Bye.